What's up, everyone? This is Judith Lake. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. I uh, felt compelled to come on. It's not a work day, and it's not uh, right before I'm about to head out or uh, go do some work from home. You know, I'm a citizen. I'm alive in the world. I see what's going on. You know, my Facebook timeline has been filled with, with tons of police brutality, tons of riots, tons of... You know, we had a riot here in St. Louis again last night. Um, you know, there there have been some uh, deaths associated with the the late night protesting because I'm not really sure that's protesting. Uh, what goes down at night? Their day during the day, peaceful protests at night. Something else is going on. Um, you know, and I get it. I I had a very spirited, energetic conversation with a close friend of mine today about uh, systemic racism and how it's embedded in our society. And I don't know, I I feel like uh, there's no accountability in in, uh, that person's version of events because it's just like everything's racism's fault and uh, there you go. And I, you know, again, I feel I'm not super conservative. I'm not a conservative, I'm a moderate. Um, but I'm not as angry and frustrated. I I just can't live my life from that space. I wouldn't be able to breathe air that was hopeless. You see what I mean? Like if, if I fully believed that nothing was ever going to get better and that I was, you know, just part of this system that would never be successful. Plus also what's fascinating about America is it's a big giant social experiment. And you've got to learn how to be successful in a system that wasn't designed with your success in mind. I remember the first time I said that to my nephew, he was probably 16. And it's true. It's truer probably now than it was then because there's so many ways to be successful. And I feel the way I live my life, and I don't want to try to tell anybody what they need to do for them I I don't feel like I'm in a position to do that, and I don't want that responsibility. My opinion is all I express on here, and that's what I believe. And if you can take some value from that, dope. If not, it may not be the podcast for you. I may not be a person you want to deal with on a regular basis. I'm relentlessly optimistic. I'm relentless, period. And I live in a hopeful place because that's what I need. That's my oxygen. So, you know, and it is very tedious to be successful in a system without your success in mind. And if you are not a white male landowner, your success was not written into the contract of this country. That is true. However, there are examples of people who have managed to supersede that. There are examples of people who have managed to change the trajectory of their lives and their families' lives in a positive way. So why can't that be true for you, too? I feel like it's mostly just how you look at things. And I get it. I'm not even a hippie, I don't think. But I I have been accused of always looking for the bright side or always looking for the the good side of people, which I don't think that's true either. I am a, a... a middle-aged black woman in America, I recognize limitations, barriers, and uh, pay inequality, uh, 
racial stereotype. I, I'm in touch with all of that. I've just tried to live my life, not even trying. I have transcended living in my anger, in my frustration, in my shortcomings. It's just not where I feel comfortable. It led me to the hospital and a seven-year journey to get my health back. Yes, I recovered, but in order for my blood work to fully show health, it took seven years. I don't have seven years at a stretch to lose to being hostile and angry. And I'm not saying people shouldn't be hostile and angry, but that's not a solution. We need to start talking about, well, what are the solutions? Because this is just going to continue to keep happening. And you can rail against the system all you want. That's fine. What's your alternative? Figure out how to fix it, you know, and be sincere and authentic and be able to recognize who's sincere and who's authentic. And, and you know, because some of these people are gaming you. They just are. They tell you everything they want you to believe that they think they believe. And then they go off and do whatever they want. So be sincere and stop waiting for politicians to fix us. It's, they're responsible for policy. And that's it. That has nothing to do with how you go about living your day-to-day life and the decisions that you make and how we support or not support each other as a community. You know, whether you're whatever you are. I personally don't deal a lot in what race somebody is as much as, can I get along with you? Are you cool? Are you smart? Are you somebody I want to invest my time and energy in? If you happen to be black, great. If you aren't black, okay. You know, just just be a good person. Just be cool. You know, I really like healthy, cool people. And if you're not healthy, at least be faking it. And by healthy, I mean mentally healthy. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know that this helps anybody. I don't know if it if it's a rationalization of as to why I'm not always mad. I mean, I have I was mad. I I shudder to think what my podcast would have sounded like 10 years ago. Um. I really do. I was frustrated and I was really frustrated. I didn't have a lot of money. And more than that, I didn't have a plan. You know, I grew up and I went to college and I graduated and I went set out to work and I never was getting where I felt like I deserved to be in in these jobs I was uh, working and all the things that I was attracting into my life were all things that made me matter. And then, you know, not M-A-T-T-E-R, I mean M-A-D-D-E-R, mad, mad love. But it was no love. It was just all mad. And, um, you know, this the person I am now is not who I've always been. Mm, a little bit of it was there, but, you know, I am I am really into my Zen and I take some excellent blood pressure medications. Uh, because I, you just can't, I can't, it's not sustainable to be that mad and angry, especially because whoever makes you that angry controls you. They take all your power, whether it's the police or the system or your man or the girl who you thought was the love of your life, who broke your heart, whoever you're that angry at, they're, they're running the show and you don't get solutions when you're this mad. And I still don't understand how burning down Target or burning up stores um, is a protest. I really, I don't believe that is how you get the change you say you want. And I don't believe those are protesters. I believe that's something else.
And so, you know, I just feel like we need to keep growing, keep seeing hope. And, you know, let's just engage in the process of being human together. And if you ain't down to be around a whole bunch of people that don't look like you, then don't live near them. And don't insist that they want to be by you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, let's all just carve out our spaces and just try to, you know, I can't think of the word, kind of coexist, you know, um, because it's important. I, I'm not down for everything. There's definitely things that you will not see me uh, being a part of, but I respect your right to be able for you to be a part of it. And if that's your thing, then you should be able to do that free of persecution. That's what I'm about. Can we all just figure out a way for us all to be free of persecution? Now, you're, you got a factor for the wild card. You got a factor for the crazy person. And I think um, sometimes we throw everything into this one big racial box and some of it's not racism some of it's just people aren't healthy or happy or whole and they're just out here not happy till they can make everybody feel as miserable as they do um we are not enlightened and uh you know we've got a long way to go and yes racism is a part of that but everything that you're frustrated by isn't racism and sometimes sometimes We just need to pull back, remove some of the emotionality and figure out what's the best way to move forward from this situation. And better than that, the best question I've ever figured out. And I'm not breaking any news stories here. This is but this is the best question that I've ever asked. And it has changed my life. How can I serve? I get it. I might be a corn dog, call me names, do whatever you like, but I live in peace. And I did not die at 41. And I do not plan on dying anytime soon. And that kind of hostility creates nothing but dis-ease in your system. And you it's not sustainable. So figure out how you can serve. Figure out how you can get to the, a space where you can actually function with the things that upset and trouble you. Because whatever you look for, you'll find. Okay, so if you want to stay mad, that's one alternative. But if you really actually want to start trying to get to some solutions, then you must simply evolve past your anger. And you can be angry, just don't let it consume you. I think that's the thing. It's like, and I know why some people are angry, because I was angry when I didn't have any money either. And I couldn't complain about not having a good education. I had a great education. I just couldn't get a good job. And it was frustrating. And when I've been in a position where people were promoted over me, and they had to have been promoted over me simply because they were white, because they didn't have more job experience than me. And actually, that's happened to me recently. And it didn't matter that they didn't have any job experience. They, it was just, it just happened. But the way I handled it at at 50, well, 40, I guess I was 49, as opposed to the way I handled it at 40. I mean, God probably gave me a gold star. I ain't gonna lie. I will not lie to you. I got a gold star for that one because people were telling me to do all kinds of stuff. You need to. And I was like, nah, I got this. I just went with my spirit. 
because like I said, I take really good drugs. <laughs> but also, too, I just can't live in that space. It was fucked up, no doubt. There, It's not like I come from this point where nothing fucked up ever happens to me, because that's not true. But you know what? I've evolved. I've matured. And I never lose sight of my mission because of my emotions. Boom. I think that's 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 where I was drilling down to. Don't lose sight of the mission because of your emotions. The mission still matters. The mission is still important. And you get to decide what the mission is. And you also get to decide how important it is to you and how much value you place on it. Because you can easily, easily get off course when your emotions are in charge. Don't let your emotions drive the bus. You're being wound up God knows where. Stay focused.